space this is it here we are let's be here now burnout blues that's the name of this podcast that came to me sometime during my stream of consciousness morning pages i think or when i was in and out of sleep or something like that um this is the first time that I'm recording the podcast, one, the day before it goes out. So I haven't, you know, I've gone through this whole week and haven't recorded. Um, and I, it is also the first time that I feel this unprepared for it. Um, I remember with uh, Allowing Murkiness, I think that was episode four, I sort of d- didn't feel totally prepared, but I, I knew that I was going to talk about like allowing it and, and sort of relaxing into it and knowing that it's going to pass. Um, and that went pretty well. That was actually a great episode. Um, this is holy shit. Like I haven't felt this kind of, I mean, I call it burnout blues. Basically I haven't felt this depressed and like, I don't even know how long, like nine months, maybe at least definitely haven't felt like this since I started streaming, since I started even knew, knowing that I wanted to stream. Um, and you know, it, it, in thinking of recording a podcast, it brings me to this point where I'm like, wait, what is my podcast for? Like, am I going to bring this energy onto the podcast? And I, I kind of decided that the podcast ultimately has to be for me first, which means that if I have faith that it's helpful to me to record these, then it's a practice that I want to continue doing, even if I'm feeling like I'm feeling right now and yesterday. Um, Yeah, I I mean, to give context, I guess, I, I mean, in some ways, hopefully I'll give myself more context as this goes along. I'm, I've, I'm just incredibly overwhelmed. I I have like, it's the kind of overwhelm that I, I haven't had in a long time. I thought I was done with this. I mean, in my pages, like this morning I was writing stream of consciousness, you know, like, and I was just, I was crying. Cause I was like, why am I feeling this? I thought I was free. You know, I thought I was going to be able to it's hard to explain but not to say i wouldn't feel sad but just the stuckness would not be so potent anymore like i wouldn't have this like looming doom over my head while i'm trying to go about my day and but here we are with it I, i mean there you know, I, I could, I could try to move out of this state. Like I've talked about before, like I've 
you know, studied so much of like moving out of states and recognizing that I'm not any given state. And yet I, I'm still feeling this, you know, um, it's not that easy. I mean, maybe it is that easy, but not for me. Not right now. Not with the way my day is right now. Not with the way my life feels right now. Um, and, and yeah, so I don't know how long this episode's going to be. Um, but I, what I did is I, you know, a lot of the time I, I mean, I always go off the cuff. I mean, I'm going off the cuff right now, but I do kind of prompt myself. And I think what I'm doing today is I like basically in the minute before I started recording this, I just wrote up questions as if I was my own questioner. And I, you know, basically I'm going to just run through these questions and to get myself to talk about this because I think it's going to be helpful to me. And even if it's not, at least it's trying something. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, so the first one is what does the burnout feel like? So it's not what is burnout because we kind of all understand what that burnout is. It's like, you know, you expel a lot of energy towards something or a bunch of things. And for whatever reason, you're unable to manage your energy levels in whatever way you want to think about it. And so you run on empty before you know it. I mean, you know, it's like, don't have gas in the car. Um, but what does the burnout that I'm feeling right now feel like? It, it feels like it feels like failure without hope for anything else. It feels like so much more than I could possibly handle that I'm, I'm doomed to, to fail. Uh, and it's going to, and it's just a matter of bracing myself for the fall, bracing myself for the disappointment on people's faces, bracing myself for the, the anger from people or the, the sadness from people or the, however it is, I feel like people are going to react to my failure, to my letting them down. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like I've been swept up into commitments, um, particularly creative commitments that are just, first, I didn't know that I was like, I didn't know in myself that what I was committing to, like I, I didn't prepare myself appropriately and I'm just sitting here like it just adds like, there's no, there's no way I could possibly fulfill what I think I'm supposed to fulfill. And in that respect, it's like, it's, it feels like I'm out running failure now. You know, I've, I talked about that in in one of the earlier episodes, like if I, if I feel like I'm doing all of this to outrun failure or to, to be enough, I'll never be enough. And that's what I feel like I'm in right now. Um, and there's not a way to not be in it. Like I'm, or, or I'm, or I'm waiting. I'm it's, I'm playing like a waiting game. I'm waiting until I could possibly have an opening to get out of this storm. But there it's, I don't know if, like, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of the storm, you know? Like, yeah, sure, storms end, but will I make it out? I don't know. Will I 
you know, when the storm passes, am I going to feel able to just like, you know, pick my stuff back up and start making stuff again and creating again and engaging with people again? Because I've, I've gotten to places where I totally shut off from the world and shut down and I shut down to my family. I shut down to my friends. I'm not accessible. And it like compounds on itself. It's like I, I'm, you know, I'm, I have messages from people on about one thing that's like a creative commitment of mine and I don't have the energy for that. And then I get more messages in that same like, like, uh, area of projects. And then it, then I'm like, shit, I'm dropping the ball here. And then I go to, you know, I'm like in an area where I'm seeing my family and I like, I don't have the energy to engage and to talk. And so I'm like, fuck, I guess I dropped the ball there, you know? Um, and then I, you know, receive a text from a close friend or, and, and I, and it's like a sort of reaching out to be like, hope you're doing well. Do you want to get together? Something like that. And I don't, I don't feel able to, because I'm, I'm dealing with the, the weights of other areas in which I dropped the ball. And so then I don't answer. And so then I dropped the ball again. And that's, that happens over and over then i go back and see that there are messages from another creative commitment like prod area of projects and i'm in my head like i couldn't answer these i haven't answered any of the others what am i how am i gonna how am i gonna be able to commit to this when i haven't even committed to and and like delivered on any of the other things and so then i don't answer that and then i you know I do something like like engage in a habit that I've engaged with before that numbs what I'm feeling and feels like an escape. And I haven't done that in a long time. Like I haven't really watched TV in a in a like me by myself watching TV kind of a way in so long. And and then I did. I watched just a TV show and I I watched two episodes and for the first time in I don't know how long I fell asleep on the couch watching and and I didn't you know do my sort of like sleep hygiene I mean literally hygiene like like I didn't brush my teeth but or take out my contacts but I I didn't sort of do my my practices that helped me remember that everything's okay um and it's not, you know, obviously and I've talked about this before, it's not like anything objectively speaking is bad like it's okay to watch TV. It's okay to fall asleep on the couch. But to me, for me, watching TV in the way that I was watching TV and snacking in the way that I was snacking really late and falling asleep on the couch in the way that I did felt like I was relapsing. It felt like I was going back into the habits that are like, that are like a snowball effect and they snowball on each other. And so then I wake up in the morning and for the first time in, I don't know how long I, you know, I woke up and I was just waking up, going back to sleep, waking up, going back to sleep for like two hours. Cause I just couldn't get up. I didn't want to face the world because what is, what does the world have to offer me? It just has, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. 
Um, and, and if you didn't, you really, you know, you're really letting people down here and you're letting yourself down. Um, you know, that's what I, that's what I feel like I met with when I wake up. Um, and, and, you know, I have my practices like yesterday. I, I did my pages when I got up and even though I got up at like 12 something like afternoon and it's not, you know, be one thing if I went to sleep at six or five AM and woke up at noon, like that's, you know, a reasonable amount of sleep, but it's not like that. I have, I get plenty of sleep. I feel groggy. I feel like sick when I wake up because I, I'm not, I'm just not wanting to wake up. I'm not wanting to get up and, and experience the day that is here for me. Um, yeah. And so, so this is sort of where I'm at with feeling burnt out. Um, it almost feels like the burnout happened and now I'm, now I'm like sitting on the side of the road with an empty tank in my car and I feel like stranded and I feel like my phone has some service, but even if I could get in touch with somebody to tell them that I ran out of gas when I could see the meter and I knew there was a gas station nearby and I didn't go to it. Like, how does that sound for me to tell somebody that? I mean, that's metaphorically, but you know what I mean? Like if this has happened before, it's like, and I've talked to people about burnout and they're like, you got, you know, you got to make sure your car's filled up with gas. Don't let it run to empty. Don't, if you, if you get down a quarter of a tank, go fill up. Don't wait. But I, I didn't. It's like I, I, all of a sudden I was on the highway and, and I had barely any left. And I was like, it'll be okay, I guess. It'll be okay, I guess. And yeah, now I'm on the side of the road and I, I don't have gas and I'm afraid to call because I'm afraid of the reaction to seeing that I didn't do the responsible thing and fill up my car. Yeah. So, um, so that's burnout. <laughs> um, the next question is, what is it keeping you from doing that you want to do? It's keeping me from loving the people that I love. Or it's keeping me from showing the people that I love that I love them. And, um, yeah. And what do I fear is going to happen because of that? I, I fear they're going to think that I don't love them and leave me or be angry with me or just feel unloved. Um, and I guess in any of the cases, what it, what it means I'm fearing is I'm fearing being abandoned because I'm, I'm unable to show them that I love them because I'm so afraid of facing the fact that I have an empty tank that I'm 
that I fucked up or that at least that I feel like I fucked up. Um, you know, I mean, things like recording this podcast are very sort of illuminating because I'm, I'm hearing this from the part of me that is always present. Um, and is particularly like vividly present when I do something like record a podcast or like perform or something. Um, because I, I know what it feels like to be recording a podcast. And so that part of me is, is here and it's sort of like a, not super happy go lucky per se, but just like more compassionate, um, and optimistic and, and kind of like, at times I say like the part of me that feels more real. Um, and, uh, and it feels like the, you know, those fears, the way I'd answer those fears are like, that's not going to happen. Like, it's okay to feel depressed. It's okay to, to have your gas tank on empty on the side of the road, even if you've done it before. Um, but it's still so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> it, it just feels like this shouldn't be happening to me. I was just like pleading with myself and my, my pages this morning, like, and I, I didn't, I guess I knew it was myself, but I was just saying like, when am I going to finish learning these lessons of being this depressed? When am I going to be done with this? What, what is there for me to learn here? Why am I experiencing this again? When I thought I was done And it, it doesn't really, I mean, in some ways it, it pisses me off, but it's not, I, I don't feel, I don't have enough energy to be pissed off. I'm just, I'm just tired. Um, so I, I'm just thinking more about like, what else is it keeping me from doing that I want to do? Um. I mean, it's keeping me from being the artist that I want to be. And what that really means is just creating as much as I want to create and engaging in creation. Um, it's showing me that what it's keeping me from, you know, what I want to do is, is like to appreciate just like the act of creation and not deliverables, you know, like, like I just, I've, tr I've tried so hard for so long to create things and develop those things once they're created into deliverable items. And the process of turning something I create into a deliverable item, it rips away my, it just, it burns out my like, my energy and my aspirational like like love and identity and i don't know i mean you know i'm i'm basically talking about making a living from one's art like i do want to be able to make a living from my art so that i can spend my time creating but right now i'm making income from not that 
from, you know, freelance work that I do enjoy, but at times like this, it's like, I can't handle that, you know? Um, but I, at the same time, I'm like creating as much as I can with my schedule and with my energy. And then after that, I have to deliver it into these packages and deal with fucking social media and deal with the internet and deal with all of these things that are just like so incredibly tempting, like as like addictive qualities. And I, I just don't want to be in a place where I'm constantly tempted in, back into my addictions, into, into relapsing, into all the ways in which I, what, all the things that I'm addicted to. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being hyperbolic about it. I'm not, um, I, you know, I, they're just, I, I mean, if, if we have to, you know, qualify them, like they're maybe soft addictions, I don't know, because they're not like, they don't res possibly result in my death within 24 hours or something because, you know, I can't overdose on social media. But fuck, I mean, there's total like, like one's life can be totally, you know, messed up from it. And it can get in the way like any addiction can. It can keep me from functioning as an adult. It can keep me from functioning as a human. It can keep me from being, taking care of myself. And it's not just social media, like it's watching TV. It's doing these things that I have used to hide from what's uncomfortable. And I wanted to be done with that. I wanted to stop hiding from what's uncomfortable to me. And, um, but, but if I'm just barraged with discomfort from all cylinders and no matter where I turn, I have no relief, then, you know, I'm stuck on the side of the road with people to call, but no willingness to call them. <laughs> Out of fear, pretty much. Um, so, what is the best thing that could happen? <sighs> I can't believe I wrote this question myself. This is so hard. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess the best thing that could happen is that when I finish recording this podcast, I edit it, which means I just, you know, take out the, the little bit of beginning when I'm setting up and stuff and just because I don't actually make edits. Um, I just get it ready, put it on, upload it, and then listen to it. I listen to it. I experience it from a compassionate place within myself. I cry a lot, and I realize that it's okay for me to drop the ball, that I don't have to carry the ball all the time. It's okay for me to run on empty and to have to be stuck on the side of the road. It's okay for me to not be able to you know, answer people or be there for people or 
It's okay for me to let people down or to feel like I'm letting people down. It's even okay for me to let myself down. Um, and then through all that, I would, I would be out of the storm and I would be able to see that it, above the storm clouds, it was sunny the whole time and I can relax because everything changes, everything passes away for better or for worse. And I'm always fine anyway. And the people that I love are not going to abandon me. And I would see that I feel empowered to make changes that I really need so that I don't have to go through this burnout so that I can learn the lesson finally. And I can be done with burning out in this way. And I don't have to subscribe to any particular model of being a creator. And I can just fucking relax. So, yeah, that's what I want to happen. So then the last question, technically, that I wrote up is, what do you wish for someone that experiences this? <sighs> Fuck. God damn it. I wrote these fucking questions and they're so... Oh, God. Because it's the kind of thing where it's like, as I, I, I'm at the point where like, if I'm giving somebody advice or like saying anything to somebody, so like, what do I wish for somebody that experiences this? I'm going to feel it as talking to myself and, oh God, God damn it. I just, you know, I know myself well enough to ask the kinds of questions and I just wrote these up quickly. God damn it. But this is why I do it. Um. What do I wish for somebody that experiences this? I wish you peace. I wish that just the right things in your life come together to relieve so much of the stress that you're feeling so that you at the same time feel like you can trust your life, trust the universe. Trust whatever it is, you know, you spiritually look up to or look into. And also, you feel empowered enough to make the changes yourself so that your ego, so that your sense of self as a human being also feels healthy and doesn't feel scared and can feel loved. I wish you peace in all of those aspects. I hope that you have the ability to see that. To see that you can fail as much as you want, but you're good enough as you are. <sighs> Always. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> And I, 
I wish, I hope that the people in your life that love you, that you can feel them there for you, regardless, that you can feel them here for you, regardless. And that it's okay if you're not able to, you know, be your happy self at any point because they don't love you because you're happy. <sighs> they just love you because you're you. Um. Um, or anything else if you re really like if you ever have to go through this please just know that it passes and even if that means that in order to get through it, a part of you has to die, not all of you does. And the part of you that has to die isn't gone forever. It's just absorbed into the most loving parts of yourself. And, um, you'll get the chance to make sure that everyone knows that you love them and that you can show yourself that you're worth it. It's not over. It never has to be. Okay. I think that's it for this week. <laughs> what the fuck is this podcast, dude? <laughs> um, well, who knows what next week's podcast is going to be. But um, in the meantime, I just, I hope you experience peace in your life. I hope that you're able to see that everything is truly is a manifestation of love in one way or another. And some things it's harder to feel like that than others, but just know we're all doing the best we can. Always. And that's always going to be enough. Okay. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Here's to remembering who we are.